Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. of the PFF NFL Daily today discussing the New York Jets and their quarterback situation. It's Zach Wilson all about him this week in the news because, well, he was terrible against the New England Patriots the other day, as was the entire Jets offense. So a lot of discourse here about whether or not Zach Wilson should be the starter going forward. Should it be Mike White, Joe Flacco, and what the Jets should do at quarterback because they're six and four. Their defense is legit. They're very much in the playoff picture. But Zach Wilson in this passing game really been holding him back all year, despite all the wins. But that's only part of why they're in the news so much this week. Like, yes, playing badly, not great. Holding the team back, absolutely. Two yards of offense in the second half against the Patriots. These are all bad things. But if he'd just answered the layup correctly, like when the reporter asked him, hey, you feel like you let down the defense after only scoring, you know, three points. And he had simply said, yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I wasn't as good. I need to be better. The offense needs to be better. Those guys are playing their hearts out. You know, we got to move this thing forward. If he'd simply put the ball in the net, I don't think it would be a particularly big story. It would just be, there's another week for the Jets. Uh, but he didn't. In fact, he really didn't. And he just said, no, no, I don't feel that at all. So now it's a big thing because now you've got, you know, reports of the locker room being pissed off that he's not taking responsibility. And, you know, all of a sudden now the head coach is looking at that and going, that's not great leadership. I'm not sure I like that. So I think that has turned what's like a not great situation into kind of a disaster for the Jets. That feels like that's more the tipping point than the thing, though, doesn't it? Because aren't the Jets in this situation, Zach Wilson in this situation, because uh, he's either not put in the work or not being a good leader or whatever it might be behind the scenes. And then on top of, Hey, he didn't answer the questions correctly. And he's, he's, he's aggravating some people. I mean, to me, the the biggest issue with Zach Wilson and his development is we, we haven't seen him do well on the easy stuff, the quote unquote, easy stuff. This is all relative, not easy for Steve, easy for an NFL quarterback, but he's got to take the layups right in that offense. He's got to take the stuff that the, uh, that the offense is scheming up. He did it kind of against Buffalo a, a couple weeks ago. But I mean, that's the problem with this whole Zach Wilson experience right now is we're literally looking at like, well, oh, the second half in Buffalo, he made three good plays. Therefore, he's turned a corner that the, the expectations have become so low for Zach Wilson right now. That's where I have issue is maybe the words put things over the top, but there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that are leading to poor production on the field. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the bad play is a problem, whether or not the words, you know, pushed it over the edge. But 
you can go a long way if everybody likes you, you know? True. doesn't matter how bad you're playing. If everybody likes you and things are going okay, you're fine. Taylor Heineke and Zach Wilson have functionally the same PFF grade for the season, right? They're in very similar area, 48 to 50, something like that. But Taylor Heineke's winning. The team loves him. He's willing to air it out to his receivers. And Ron Rivera just made him the starter over Carson Wentz, who, A, they have quite a lot invested in, and B, has a history of not taking things like that particularly well, right? So that's a pretty big move, essentially just because everyone likes the guy and they're winning, right? Now, Zach Wilson, the Jets are... if. The Jets are essentially on a five-game win streak and then two losses against the Patriots, right? So that's that's their record over the last seven games. That would be very easy for them to talk themselves into. Hey, the Zach Wilson thing's working fine. Belichick's a magician. What can you do, right? We're, we're still great. We're still move forward if everyone likes the guy. But if everybody suddenly doesn't like the guy, now you start saying, wow, this guy's just playing like garbage, like the rest of the team's doing great. This guy can't even run five yards of offense in the second half, and he won't even take responsibility for it. So, yeah, like maybe it's the straw that broke the camel's back, and the obviously the more fundamental problem is that he's just not playing well. But I do think that it, it's a serious difference, simply him getting the right answer to that question and creating this shitstorm where one didn't need to be. I think you did find a really good proxy for Wilson, though. You mentioned PFF grade. They're so similar, Taylor Heineke and Zach Wilson, in a lot of things. Same number of big-time throws. Turnover-worthy plays are in a similar range. They both hold the ball forever, although Taylor Heineke does a much better job of avoiding sacks and negative plays. But the on-field snap-for-snap play has been very similar for Zach Wilson and Taylor Heineke. On the other hand, Heineke's getting away with, you know, throws into triple coverage with the referee tackling defenders and all that fun stuff. But that's also, like, that's kind of why I think the teammates like him. Like, one of the biggest problems with Zach Wilson is that his uh, variety of bad play is choking off the production for guys like Garrett Wilson, who was having an incredible run, like, before Zach Wilson showed up. Um, Whereas Taylor Heineke, like, his arrival has created the explosion of of production from guys like... uh, Terry McLaurin from Curtis Samuel, like he's just putting the ball in the air and saying, I'm going to trust my guys to go make plays, which has to endear him to those guys who are like, all right, it may not always be good, but at least I know I'm going to get some chances in this game. Garrett Wilson's out here running like 40 snaps or 40 routes in a game, wondering if the ball's ever going to come his way. Yeah, there's something to it. Wilson can be special and you do have to find a way to unlock his talent in New York. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you get $150 in free bets if they do. Check it out. Everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot. To win big. So download the DraftKids Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So Sam, what should the Jets actually do here with Zach Wilson? Because you and I talk a lot about what to do with young quarterbacks. My answer is always the same. Whatever is best for the young quarterback, whatever is best for their development, we're a year and a half into Zach Wilson's career If he gets benched, are you giving up on him or do you still have to let him work through it? Because the the, the difference here is you're six and four, like you're in the playoff picture here. Most teams are still rebuilding in year two, but the Jets have a chance to go make the playoffs. 
They do, and and they're in a tough spot because I don't know that you have an obvious better option. Like everyone's going to say, oh, Joe Flacco, everything was better with him, and some things were, but Zach Wilson is averaging a yard more per attempt than Joe Flacco was, right? Zach Wilson has actually won quite a lot of games. The the Joe Flacco thing, sure, you might get better production out of guys like Garrett Wilson and some of the receivers, but Joe Flacco was, what, one and two, whereas Zach Wilson is winning games except the Patriots. Um, So I I don't think it's as binary as that, but I do think that you get better buy-in with Joe Flacco. Like all the people that are frustrated at Zach Wilson are probably less frustrated about Joe Flacco being the quarterback. But I don't know that it actually helps you win games more, which is the the big problem that the Jets have. It's probably a bad decision long-term because you're completely cutting the legs out from under the guy that's supposed to be your franchise quarterback. And whether or not that that's the end for him, like whether or not it's a hard stop and you're moving on, or it's like, okay, this is a big setback. You can build back in the off season. Either way, it's a real long-term problem for them. And in the short term, like I'm not a hundred percent convinced it actually helps you. So it's a tough spot for them. Like they're in a potentially toxic situation where the locker room is losing faith in the quarterback and the backup may not be any better. Well, I mean, they also made that move to make Mike White the backup recently, and he had a few good games last year. And that that's part of the, the damning evidence against Zach Wilson is that Mike White and then Josh Johnson, uh, part of his 15th NFL team, yeah. came in and played pretty clean football in the same offense in, in a brand of football that looked completely different from what Zach Wilson did last year. So it could be Mike White. It could be Joe Flacco. But I think the Jets are really they're, they're at a decision point because they're sitting there at six and four and they have a chance to take advantage of this really good defense. But the critical thing about the Mike White thing is it evaporated as fast as it showed up. Like Mike White hung 400 yards against the Bengals, put up three touchdowns, had a couple of interceptions in there as well. Um, but two games later, he had four interceptions, you know, 5.7 yards, for like a disaster, like against the, against the Buffalo Bills, a good defense. But, you know, if, if he kind of, if he'd had the one great game and then like sat down and we were like, oh, maybe Mike White can do something special. Like he takes the easy stuff. He can put up production. Like you would have faith that the Mike White thing might actually be a solution. But we saw what happens when you play out that for a couple of games and you end up getting the other end of the Mike White thing, which probably is where we're going to be. So like, that, again, that's the concern for the Jets is it might work for a game. You might get a bounce. You might get this boost simply by not having Zach Wilson there. But does it last for more than two games? So what would you do if you're the Jets? I I mean, I I think I'd give him another couple of games. Like, yeah. Ultimately, he might force your hand and play his way to the bench, and you're going to have to make a change. But I wouldn't make that change until I had to because I don't see a better alternative short or long term. Yeah, personally, I would I would try to roll with Zach as much as possible. Give him look, you got to sit him down and say if if leadership's an issue, it has to change right now. Yeah. By the way, I would also tell him to get in front of a microphone quickly and apologize, like tell take accountability. Right. You were I was frustrated. What he should have said, of course, was that absolutely I feel responsible. I'm the quarterback. Like, let, we put all this beyond us and let's move forward. But don't, like, you you made a goof. Fix it. Like, that would be my first suggestion. Yeah, so I would roll with Zach Wilson. I think there's a potential long game there. Getting him right 
is a better long-term play for the Jets. And if he doesn't get right for the rest of the season, you have a decision to make as far as his future and the future of quarterback. Because the Jets are moving in the right direction. Got to get the quarterback moving with you. Let us know. What would you do a quarterback for the Jets? The PFF NFL Bowl.